Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. everybody. Welcome back to the Modern Mommy Doc podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit of a tricky subject. I want to talk about self-care and the question, is self-care selfish? I don't know about you, but I have seen meme after meme after meme that says like self-care is not selfish. And I would venture to say that somewhere in a blog or in a newsletter or in a post that we've put out there into the world that we've probably said that too here at Modern Mommy Dog. And I want to give a huge caveat on this episode as to what that means. And so fair warning, this might feel a little stickier than some of our other episodes and you might have some feelings, which is okay about it. So this idea, can there be self-care that is selfish? I would venture to say as a pediatrician and as a maternal and child public health expert, that the answer is undeniably yes. There was a new study that was done in 2021, some new research, federally funded study from RTI International. And It found that moms with children under five saw alcohol consumption increase increase by a startling 323% from 2020 to 2021. And of course, we all know that during the pandemic, a lot of people who were over the age of 21 drank more than they had prior to that. But moms were the highest level of increase out of any other group. So women with kids under five in the study reported having more than seven drinks a week or more than three drinks at a time. So I just want to dig into that. Like, why are we the ones that are higher than other groups? Why are we using alcohol as a coping mechanism? Is it effective for us? Is it effective for our children? You know, in the study, a few things that they, that they pointed to as to reasons why this might happen is this rise in social media use in general for moms and social media content that's related to this like mommy wine culture, right? Which promotes this idea that drinking is a harmless way to cope with parenting stress. 
And then also that there's more normalized drinking at home and accessibility, right? That increased right at the same time between 2020 and 2021, because you had these expanded delivery services like DoorDash or Caviar in my area, Postmates, and because restaurants started offering to go alcohol drinks and who would be the ones who might be ordering more foods or taking care of more mealtimes, but likely moms in this age demographic. And so- I just want to dig into that because I don't think that it is a mom's fault that she is coping in that way. I 100% understand the science behind alcoholism as a disease, but I think that we have to start differentiating coping in a way that is harmful or will cause negative consequences for us or for our family from self-care. So having a drink. If you are not an alcoholic, if you don't have a issue with alcoholism could be a fine way to kind of take the stress off or relax at the end of the day, relaxing and going out to dinner with a friend and having a glass of wine, perfectly fine. Right. But I think that these statistics point to this idea that sometimes when we are using coping strategies that can go too far, that it can actually be more harmful for us. The same goes for, it's fine to take, you know, a two day trip away from your kids with your partner. I think that's an amazing idea. I've done that all the time, but when it gets to be so excessive that you need to have so much time away from your kids that you cannot be with them at all, then that is excessive. That causes damage. That causes damage to your relationship with your children. You not cannot sustainably speak into your children's lives or have a strong connection to them if you are never, ever with them. Same with working. And this is for men and women. So this is not about like women shouldn't be out of the home. Of course, you guys all know that I believe that women can totally be out of the home. If I take a traveling trip or I stay late at the office one day a week because I need to get things done, that is one thing. If I'm constantly at the office, I'm constantly on trips, I'm constantly away from my kids, and then I never build in that time of special time or special connection with my children, there will be consequences to bear. True self-care is about taking care of yourself in the most intimate ways and building a connection and understanding who you are. We are all interconnected in this world, right? With every living thing in this world. And the best way that we can serve other people and that we can use our unique skills and talents and gifts that we were put on this earth to share with other people is to be as aware and connected to ourselves as possible. So I consider the best forms of self-care ways that you do that. What does that look like? What does self-care look like that doesn't cause collateral damage for you or for the people around you? That might look like you incrementally taking five minutes by yourself in the car before you come into the house. That might mean that you go to a concert with a friend. That might mean that instead of getting cookies for the bake sale and making them from scratch that you decide you're going to go get them from the store or you decide I'm just not going to participate in that at all. True self-care might mean that you set a boundary with someone that you create a way for you to participate in an event, for example, in a way that's on your terms. It might mean that you don't stay the whole time at a birthday party for your friend, or you don't even go if it doesn't work for you or you're feeling stressed out. 
It might mean that you create something that's a swappable in your life. So maybe that you give a task to somebody else. That is a form of true self-care. Mama, it is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mamas Club app. We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered. We want to take you on an evidence-based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned. As you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the App Store. Other forms of true self care are carving out moments in your day and of your week that you are quiet with yourself, that you let the productivity go away, that you don't have something that's on your list that you are supposed to make or that you're supposed to perform for. And that instead you're just tuning into the way you feel and to what your needs are. This could be simple. This is you writing out three pages worth of what you were thinking about in that moment, how you were feeling. This is about practicing self-compassion in moments when you feel overwhelmed. Yesterday, I was feeling all kinds of anxious as I figured out some unique financial issues that we're having at Modern Mommy Doc, not that are bad, but are just things that I need to plan for and I need to be thinking about. And I could tell throughout my entire day as I did things not related to budgeting or to accounting that I was approaching things with this sense of urgency and that I was feeling that tightness in my chest and kind of that headache that was coming into my head. And I had to stop and say... It makes so much sense that you are feeling overwhelmed today. Anybody would feel overwhelmed in this position. This is a big load to carry. Wow, you haven't been a CEO before and a founder before until you know five years ago. It makes sense that you feel sometimes like you're carrying the weight of the world. And just that moment of self-compassion, as opposed to beating myself up when I wasn't able to perfectly keep calm or perfectly concentrate on other work when I had this other thing on my mind, allowed me to stop, to pause, to not be a critic, to not make it worse. In fact, it made it so much better. So I want you to think long and hard about What are the ways that you quote unquote take care of yourself and that don't actually lead you to the outcome that you want long term? And what are the ways that you cope in ways that actually are supportive to you or to other people that are around you, your kids, your partner, your work colleagues, your extended family is the thing that you are doing to cope. Are you doing it in excess Is that making it something that's causing collateral damage or is the entire thing just bad for business, bad for your system? I think linked to this is this idea of a lot of memes, a lot of rhetoric that goes around that says like, don't worry, you're not a shitty parent. Just because you think you are, you are not. As a blanket statement. And I have to clap back for a second on that as a pediatrician, nobody tries to be a bad parent. 
everybody has bad moments. And I think that a meme that goes a little deeper that says, Hey, if you're trying your best and you mess up or you're feeling overwhelmed and you don't show up as the best version of yourself, because it's hard to do that when you're overstressed and nobody else is sharing the load with you. Those are true, accurate statements. But if you are consistently showing up in a way with your kids where you are yelling with at them, where you are constantly short with them, when you are reactive to them instead of responsive to them, and that's just your MO like for months and years at a time, that will create collateral damage for your children. So I think that we have to think about the real scientific evidence behind what are our actions and what are our consequences that occur as a result of those actions. And that's actually not to put more stress on you or to make you feel guiltier. It's just to help you say there are some things that are out of our control, systemic injustices, things that come against us. The fact that women have been mistreated and oppressed for generations, racism, right? That puts these like really unhealthy ideals out for people that are of privilege and that keeps people that are not a privilege down in the trenches and unable to have an equal footing with others. There are all of those things, workplace culture, the absence of paid parental leave, all of these things that threaten us and make it more difficult. But there are some factors that are under our control. There are some responsibilities that are ours to bear. No matter what the circumstances are, you are able to at least be curious. Does that mean that then you turn around and you're a perfect parent to your kids? Does that mean all of a sudden you're not reactive? Does that mean all of a sudden you don't respond to them with firm, loving action? No. Does that mean it may take months or years that it will be a journey with your children that you have to give grace? I would say to my kids, like, I'm trying to prepare you so you can pay for your own therapy, you guys, (laughs) because I know that I'm a broken person, that all people are, you know, in some ways imperfect and that I bring so many amazing things to the table, but some things because of the way that I'm wired and because of my own history and the narratives that I bring, that there are going to be things that my kids have to work out for themselves. So this is not about you're being a horrible parent. You then give yourself a bunch of guilt and shame. And then now it's over and that's it. And oh, well, just throw in the towel, right? This is about learning to be kind enough and aware enough to ourselves, to our circumstances that we say, I do hold some responsibility. And so in light of the circumstances that I live within, What steps do I need to take to set myself up for the most success as possible so that I do not cause, that's what I cause, as little collateral damage as possible for me and my family? Carla Nomberg talks about this as like second wounds, right? Second arrows. Like the first arrow is the thing that you can't avoid. The second arrow is how you react and that you cause even more drama. So if you are finding yourself, as you are looking at social media, as you are looking at the internet, as you're reading books, as you're looking at memes with these things that say like self-care is not selfish. And you're going like, I don't know if I fully buy that. 
okay, amen, you are right. You're right to think it isn't black and white, that there's nuance, that there are some permutations to this. You're right when you see something that says like, don't worry, you're just not a bad parent at all. I'm, I'm, you're a great parent, but you're feeling like, you know, actually, I, I, I'm not being the parent that I want to be. I'm not showing up as a version of myself that I know I could be. You are right to question that and to think about with gentle curiosity and self-compassion, the why behind your actions, the why behind your inability to live the life that you want to live. I promise you that when you are curious in that way and give yourself grace and time to know yourself better, to care for yourself in ways that actually have a lasting positive impact, there is change that's possible. I want to create a bumper sticker or a meme that says self-care doesn't have to be selfish, that says you don't have to be a shitty parent, right? Because that's really the hope and the honest truth that we all need. I know that's the truth that I need when I'm having my worst day. There is hope it's not all my fault, but there is something that I can do about it. Until next time, Mama. Hey, Mama. If you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.